This week in Nintendo Main, we're back and we're going to talk about Mario plus Rabbids, the Nindies Direct, and I have a theory about Travis Touchdown's new game. Hey, be quiet. I'm trying to watch my stories. It's about golf. Welcome to Nintendo Main, episode 86. We are your hosts. I'm Trey Noxious Fireweed Johnson. <laughs> and I'm Jeremy Dinowars Mikowski. Still Dinowars Mikowski. Yeah. Not a Jeremy Launch Punch Mikowski. Launch fucking fist. Launch fist. Yeah, that's, that's your favorite weapon. So yeah, I was gone last week on vacation. So you get to hear that special episode that came from some sort of time warp of some time. Anyway, we're back. There, a lot of stuff happened while we were gone. Curse of the podcast, but uh, there was an Indies Direct, and I got that new uh, Rabbits game, so we're going to talk about both of those. But first off, why don't we uh, get into the news? Actually, you know what? Let's talk about our purchases for the week. It's been like two weeks, so I'm sure we bought a whole bunch of shit. So lay it on me. What did you get? I don't remember if I mentioned my Sega games that I had purchased last time. I think I bought them since then. I bought a Star Trek Deep Space Nine. Oh, you got another one? Because I, I knew you were talking about the next generation one that you got. Oh, I bought the other. I bought the other Star Trek game. <laughs> okay. Is it any better bought, or is it uh, the same? Light, it's a side scroller. Uh, I got Light Crusader, which is a pretty cool little uh like action RPG that I'm liking so far. Okay, uh, but BattleTech, which is hard. It's fuck. But uh, Light Crusader that doesn't have anything to do with uh, Shining Force or Shining in the Darkness, right? Like any of those uh, turn-based strategy games. As far as I know, it's its own thing. Yeah. It's uh, kind of an isometric uh action adventure. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's weird that, like, so many of those involve, like, light and shining and darkness and all that stuff. There's, like, three different games that are all... Like I said, there's the Shining Force games, there's a game called Shining in the Darkness, and there's Light Crusader also, so... I guess they're all about this dichotomy from light and dark. Well, this game, on. you're definitely a crusader fighting for light. Crusading for the light, yeah. I, I, I take it you haven't played it much. Cause, cause that's, uh, I, I haven't. Um, that sounds like a pretty much a guest uh, answer on what that game is. <laughs> yeah, I played I played a little bit of it. I played about five, like five minutes tops. Yeah, I've been distracted by all the other games I've been playing. I've got a lot of them. But yeah, as far as, I think that's all the, purchase, the new purchases I've made. Um, I don't know if I think of more later, I'll. I'll mention them, but I think uh, I mentioned I got the Game Boy camera already last week. Yeah, two weeks ago. Well, after after we recorded two weeks ago, I jumped on the eShop and bought some stuff. I bought that um, SNK game, Puzzled. That game's oh, okay. cool. It's definitely it's like a really weird Tetris game. It like reminds me of like Bombless or the Tetris Two stuff that you played. It kind of reminds me of that. It's like a weird sequel to Tetris that came out on SNK instead of another system. So it's like the blocks look kind of the same, but they behave differently. No, they're the same, and they and they behave in the same way. They they fall from the sky. You rotate them. They're all the same shapes. It's kind of like there's like a structure of them, and you want and you you know you put them in a straight line, and they disappear just like regular Tetris. But there's like a thing. There's basically a thing at the bottom of the structure, and you need to clear clear so many lines to where that thing can get out. It's like a little balloon, and you clear it enough to release the balloon, and then you go to the next level. It's basically the way it works. Oh, okay. I haven't played any of the two players, so I don't know how that works. But I just played the regular arcade. Mode. And it's actually it's really good. Like I liked it. I played it. I played it for a while. I 
played into like I don't know, must have been like 15, 16 levels into it, something like that. But I thought it was really cool for, I mean, it was like, it looked so much like Tetris that I was just like, oh, I should just get this and check it out. But yeah, it ended up being a really neat, like, it's almost like a forgotten Tetris sequel that nobody saw, you know, or nobody knew about. Or it could have been like included in Tetris DS, you know, somebody could have stuck that in there and, and, you know, you could easily, it would totally fit in there if it did. It's kind of like that, I guess it reminds me a little bit like that push game that was on there that was on Tetris DS. But yeah, no, it's it's cool. It's definitely worth checking out. I'd, I'd like to see how the two-player works on it but i haven't gotten to play that and as far as i know there isn't a single player two-player thing but you get two different characters to pick you get the girl and the guy and i've only played as the girl so i don't know if it's different if you pick the guy so i haven't tried that out but i also got forma 8 which is an indie game that came out two weeks ago sounds like a racing game it's not (laughs) it's not at all it's basically a, a you're like a little robot head that floats around and it's like a metroidvania type game like that it's like a f- floaty Metroid because you don't jump, you just float. But I was really enjoying the game until I ran into a game-breaking glitch, which I don't know. I, I see. I seem to be the only one that's run into this. Like I've tried to do some research. Anyway, I got to the first boss and none of my weapons hurt the boss. And I looked online to. I was like, oh well, I must not know how to beat the boss. And I looked online and my weapons should beat should hurt the boss, but they don't. So I don't know. So I basically ran into a wall there, which sucks because I was having a lot of fun with the game. And I can't progress. Did you try to start a new save file? Yeah, I'm, pr- I'm far, though. <laughs> I didn't want to get all the way back. I oh, mean, you it, said it was the first boss. It is the first boss, but it takes a minute to get to him. It's not like at the beginning of the game. Like, you have to go through... I mean, it's it's like a fairly slow game, and I didn't want to start all over from the beginning. But I, I tried resetting. I mean, I tried, like, closing out of the game and coming back in and trying it again. It still wouldn't do it. But I posted it on Twitter, like, just now. And I actually posted on, posted Twitter pictures of it before, and I got likes from the actual company that made it, which is pretty cool. The uh, the they're, they're like paper bag, something like that, mixed bag is what they're called. Anyway, they oh, like nice. they like my posts that I made about it. So if I post one about the game being broken, maybe they'll comment on it or something, or they'll block you. <laughs> yeah, or they'll block me. <laughs> I mean, it's I I like the game a lot. Like I want to play more of it, but I can't. I can't because I can't progress through this boss. Like, you know, you get these bombs, that you, and I shoot the bombs at the guy, and it doesn't do anything. And I looked online, and that's how people beat it. So, I don't know. I don't know what happened. But it's a cool game. It's really pretty. It's like, I mean, it's like your, uh, it's like your basic indie game. It has, like, a really, really cool soundtrack, like, super moody soundtrack. It's, like, big levels, you know. It's, like, really pretty. And you're, like, this little robot, this little robot head with two eyes, and you just kind of float around. But you get different things that unlocks different parts, and it's very Metroidvania and all that. Or, or Metvania, as I like to call it. But it's a cool game. It's uh, Castleroid. <laughs> Castleroid sounds like a bad disease. It does. It sounds yeah. like something you have to buy a topical cream to treat. <laughs> For your Castleroids? <laughs> yeah. It's like you got Castleroids in your butt. Uh, <laughs> also, uh, I also got that League of Evil game. That came out last week. League of Evil. It was actually a uh, cell phone game that I that I bought and played on my cell phone. It's basically like Super Meat Boy before Super Meat Boy. It's like a bunch of like really difficult 2D levels involving like spinning blades and stuff like that. I always liked the game, but I didn't like playing it on a cell phone, so I just wanted to play it with a controller. Because I thought like the control was as tight as you could get with a touchscreen, but it really deserved an actual controller. And it's only all these games were like eight bucks that I got. So I just kinda I just kinda went for it because I remembered playing it and enjoying it and I was like, oh, I'll play it. So You're still delaying sending your switch in. I have not sent my switch in, no. Well I went on vacation and I wanted to I don't want to play Mario Plus Rabbids, which I did. I did play a lot of that, which we'll talk about 
that'll be our topic of the show. We'll talk about that in the second half. But yeah, no, I haven't sent it in yet. And I and I'm trying to figure out like when I should send it in because I don't want to I want to play through all of Rabbids before I send it in because I'm afraid that if it's gone for a while, when I get it back, I'll forget everything that I was doing, you know? You know when you like stop playing a game for a while and you try to come back and you don't know where you're at and all that. And, and I'm really enjoying Mario plus Rabbit, so I don't want to take a break from it. So I'm trying to figure that out. Like maybe if I can, because I heard it's like on the short side, so maybe I can make it through and then send it away. I don't know. That's sad. Yeah, it's sad. It still doesn't work like my, uh, and I kind of, uh, I, I might have dropped it. So now the uh, left Joy-Con's a little weird. It won't stick now. Also, speaking of things that died, my uh, NES Straight up NES died as well this week. There's a whole lot That's of death. Awesome. There's a whole lot of death going on. There's a my NES died. Meverse is dying. Every, everything's dying. Oh shit! Meverse is dying, isn't it? Yeah, that's part of I mean that, that's part of our news, but we might as well talk about it. Yeah, Meverse is gonna end what like November, right? Or is it ending before that? It's a shame. Like I, uh, we have to pour out our drinks for the Meverse. I might want to go back and capture some of those posts. They were pretty uh, formative parts of my life. <laughs> you had some pretty good posts about like noodles and stuff. Then you draw a picture of uh, life noodles from from Earthbound. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Well, I drew a picture of a I drew a picture of a squid with like ink around its mouth that says like I li- I live I die I live again. I thought that was cool. That was my one picture I drew. But I took pictures of uh, different Dragon Quest stuff and like uh, Xenoblade and and Legend of Zelda Twilight Princess. So it it's, it'll be missed. I wonder why. I mean. It, it it must not take much to keep it going, right? Like the, I mean, do you think it's really like costing them a lot to keep the Meverse going? I mean, I, I mean, the, the, it just makes me think even more. Yeah, they're getting they're gearing up for the the real online yeah shit for the Switch, and they're like they got to move their people that are running the Me stuff over to the Switch stuff. Maybe? Yeah, but they don't have a Meverse. It's just Twitter now. <laughs> That's there. It's like Twitter or Facebook or whatever. But I mean, uh, the actual network. Yeah. Oh yeah, to the um. To whatever the whatever will get charged for, like that type of thing. But yeah, Meverse, what a sad thing to go. I, it's it's weird that because you know the 3ds is still alive and well, and that has Meverse on it, but they still are going to cancel it on that. That is really strange that they're. That's what doesn't make any sense. Because I mean, they're still pushing people to buy new 3ds's. Like, oh yeah. And- yeah, yeah, they're pushing the D, the two DS XLs like crazy. I was uh, I was working at a bar earlier, and I probably saw like I had the TVs on, and I probably saw like five commercials for Metroid: Samus Returns, which comes out next week, by the way. Yay, next Friday. Damn. I haven't decided how I'm going to get it yet. I thought about maybe getting a physical copy for the soundtrack, and so Jess and I could share the game because I didn't know if she was going to get it or not. But at the same time, I kind of just wanted. I don't know. I'm not sure. Like if I want the digital or if I want to try to get the soundtrack with it, like the deluxe. Edition or whatever it is so i haven't decided on how i'm gonna get it but i'm definitely getting it and if i get well like riot fest is next week also so oh shit it's basically gonna come out on friday so if i get it digitally i can play it thursday night at 11 because i'm not gonna have time to play it at all over the weekend because of riot fest so for those of you at home riot fest is like a three-day punk rock fest in chicago you can bring your that 3ds with you i could i mean i normally do and i used to get a lot more street passes there you don't get i, I didn't get as much I, I actually took it last year i think and i got a lot less than i did like the first year that i went outside i got like hundreds of street passes from everybody had one and then like i feel like every year i take it the street passes have been like getting less and less so i could take it but i, I won't i won't have any time to play it <laughs> at all yeah I'll be. Uh, I, I would just take it just to get street passes. That's what I did before, but they seem to have diminished a lot over the years. They're pretty funny because they're all people like being like, "Yay, Fallout Boy," or like some other 
crap band that's playing there. Yeah, like Danzig <laughs> or something. <laughs> They're not crap. Hey. They are playing again, though, so it'll be pretty rad. Maybe Glenn will bring his uh, 3DS and we can street pass. Mother 3. <laughs> yeah. That's what he's going to announce. At the, he's going to be like, Mother 3 comes out tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Danzig. That would be great. <laughs> that's Secretly, that's his favorite game, is Mother 3. But uh, speaking of game announcements, do you want to like jump right into that Nindies thing? Yeah, let's talk about the Nindies. Or do you want to talk about? Uh... No, let's just do, let's just just do the Nindies. So yeah, well, after we took our break, of course, like curse of the podcast. There's a Nintendo Direct. Like, uh, what was it? Like twenty minutes? It was probably around twenty minutes, right? The direct was. Yeah, it was right around twenty minutes. Yeah, it starts off with uh, Super Meat Boy Forever, which is that like a full-on sequel to Super Meat Boy? Is that or is that just like a deluxe version? I think it's a full-on sequel because it introduces the the new character, the baby. Yeah, the baby. So yeah. it's like Pac-Man Jr. or <laughs> Baby Pac-Man or whatever. Yeah, like the baby from Met, from Mother M. Uh, yeah. I don't know. I mean, I got Super Meat Boy for Wii U, but I didn't play it a whole lot because it's pretty, it's pretty yeah, hard. But I don't know. I might, I might get into it again if it's a brand new game. I don't want to buy the whole thing again. But I mean, most of the Nindies on there look pretty promising. I think there's only like one game that I probably won't play. That's probably that Bridge Builder game. I thought looked kind of lame, but which I actually thought looked pretty cool. Oh yeah, it just looked like it reminded me of like those old like '90s like educational PC games. Where you can I think like that's pretty much what it is. Well, you can like game. move it. You can like a pilot a, a submarine, and you just look at dials, and it like looks incredibly boring. But like people who are into like war history and all that shit like love it. That's basically what it reminded me of. Like just well, what's re- really cool about that bridge yeah. game? I've seen people make like posts about it online, like when it, when it's on PC. It's like a creation game with a re- with highly realistic physics. So oh yeah, you create a structure, and then it's got like real life physics, or you know. Extremely realistic physics applied to it, so you get to actually see like the effect of things crossing your structure and if it's going to survive. So it's like you know all the is it like which a, I wasn't in the class, but it was like in a shop class, class, right? When people would build yeah. the bridges back in school. Yeah, that's what I was uh, going to say. It, re- it reminds me of shop class. When I was in shop class in junior high, I had to build a bridge, and they would attach weights to it and see how much it would you know see when it would broke. As far as I know, that's what this game is. It's like yeah. an expanded version of that. Is it like a Sim City type thing, sort of? That's kind of what it sounded like when you were saying that. Like you build a bridge and like I don't know, like some cars drive over it and you see whether it breaks or not. I think so. You know, like you build a you know you build a city and then you get bored and hit the earthquake button or something. I don't know. I still haven't played my Sim City game. I wanted to do it as a capture, like as like another you know weird sort of spinoff thing. Because isn't Mario like kind of in there for a second, or is he not in the Sim City Super Nintendo game? Uh, any- I don't remember, but I do know that the. Uh- Professor guy was in Smash Brothers. Yeah, I thought that maybe there was a reference to Mario in there somewhere. I was going to do it like as a something to do with Mario Mario plus rabbits, but I didn't get didn't get to it. Yeah, I captured a little bit of Sim City and was kind of feeling the same way about it. Like, what do I do? Yeah, like where to where? All to I post could really it. do would just do yeah, like build. 
I built my city and I, I spent about ten minutes on it and I was like, yeah, I don't want to do all this. Yeah. Because I was just I was just getting to the point where it was like, build a stadium, build this, that, and the other. I'm like, all right, I actually don't want to play this anymore. <laughs> you don't want to build a stadium? But eventually you build multiple stadiums and I think you build like arenas. And- yeah. You can build like all the roller coasters in the world. Oh no, that's a roller coaster tycoon. But it, yeah, that that bridge tycoon game, they might as well call it that. I don't know. It was I wasn't all that excited about it. I mean, maybe if it's like $2 and I can build bridges and it's fun, then maybe. I don't know. But other than that, there's a lot of really cool stuff on there. You mentioned it earlier in our intro, but Golf Story, that game looks really cool. It does. It looks like uh, those uh, Mario Golf games, the one on the Game Boy Advance especially. Yeah, yeah. Those were, uh, well, the Game Boy Color too. They were both RPG. Yeah. Because you could level up and all that. And I bought my Game Boy SP specifically for... Well, I mean, I wanted it for other reasons, but I bought it. And my first game, new game I purchased was Mario, Mario Golf. Golf. Mario Golf Advance, yeah. Because I had just read how cool it was, and it was. I mean, I loved that game. Oh, yeah, it's really it's good. It's a great game. It's, it holds up. Oh, um, I played it a lot, too. You can you can get it digitally on uh, on the Wii U. You can. You can get it. And I got... Uh, I hadn't played the Mario Golf uh, Game Boy Color one, but I got it for, for Virtual Console on 3DS, and it's really good. Like, I played a lot oh, it's of on it. on the 3DS? Yeah, you can get the you can get the Color one, the Game Boy Color one, which that one's really, oh, really cool. good. Yeah. They're both... They're Was both, that made by Camelot also? Yeah, they're both made by Camelot. They both have RPG elements. But I played a lot of the Game Boy Color one on 3DS. Like, I, like, I liked it a lot. Like I, it was very enjoyable. I think I played like almost all the way to the end of the game, but I think I probably got stuck on the very last thing, as I normally do. But yeah, that game, that game was really cool. And then they also did the tennis. There's tennis versions of it also that has a, which I didn't find that as fun, just because I think I like playing golf more than tennis. But it's, I don't know uh, the, the 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 golf, the whole golf thing makes a little more sense because you're actually traveling on a big green field and yeah, it seems I mean, like there's more stats you can upgrade and. When you can, but anyway, yeah, yeah, this this game looks great. It's like, and it's got uh, not just golf, but it's got disc golf and mini golf also. Oh yeah, sure, of course. Yeah, and you don't uh, versus like tennis. Tennis is just like one place, like where golf you actually travel, and there can be new courses and stuff that look different. Like tennis, it's just like, hey, you got clay now, cool. Uh, it bounces different. That's what you got, man. It's, it's, it's kind of, I mean, you know, no offense to you tennis fans, but that's how I feel about tennis games. They're kind of boring. But one thing I forgot to mention when we were talking about stuff I bought, I bought I bought Cloud, Cloud Strife, the Amiibo. Oh, shit, you forgot to mention Cloud Strife. Das Amiibo. I bought him when I bought the Mario Plus Rabbits game, which I mentioned that I bought, of course. I tried to get one of those free hats, like one of the one of the Mario Rabbits hats. They're basically these Mario hats with like rabbit ears coming out the top of them, like white rabbit ears. And I, you know, I took it like I was at Best Buy, and I grabbed I grabbed the Rabbits game, I grabbed the Cloud Amiibo, and I gla- and I grabbed the um, the Rabbits hat, and I went to the guy and I was like, Hey, can I get this free Rabbits hat? And he's like, no, you have to get a, he's like, no, you have to get the, you have to either get these Amiibo, they're not Amiibo, but you can get Rabid Toys, and they're like $40, you either have to buy one of those, or you have to buy another Switch game, also, to get a free hat, so, so I was like, I didn't want, I didn't want it, but it's funny that he, he like, misinterpreted me, I guess, and he like, got on his thing, and he's like, bring down a Rabid Toy stat to, uh, whatever, cash register five and i was like no Be man rabbit toy and yeah how much they're for i was like no man i don't need i don't need the rabbit toy it's fine i'll just get the game it's fine i don't want to spend like a hundred dollars on this so i stopped him but it's pretty funny he was like all adamant about it thought that i because you know i was just trying to get a free hat no free hat for me a second switch game what what switch game could you have gotten is lego worlds out yet i think that comes out this week 
which we'll talk about releases, of course, this week. But yeah, I don't know. I mean, there's not really any other games that I would want, I guess. I could get 1-2 Switch. I don't want that game, but good. Good. <laughs> what else would I get? I mean, I guess I, I could get this guy, and then I have like the same two games. <laughs> I mean, they're very similar. But uh, I don't know. I also got I also got Rygar for NES for $8, but my NES doesn't work now, so I can't play it. I can't even test it out, see if it works. So it's it sucks. Sad, man. Yeah, I I thought about, I don't know, I didn't know what to do. I thought about getting a Retron, but I'm like, I don't want one of those. And NESs are expensive. I don't know. I'm kind of at a, I'm undecided on what to, how to approach it. I mean, well, it, here's here's your two options. Either you buy a working NES and you spend 50 or 60 bucks on it, or you get like a, buy like one of those HD ones and you yeah. can get those for like around 100. Yeah, I thought those were like two. Well, there's the different ABSs. I mean, I, companies make them. Yeah, I want the I, I would want the ABS one that I played at, at the MGC. Yeah, the one that has like four controller ports, and I like that one. Who wouldn't? Yeah, it's it's nice. But yeah, I, I don't know if I mentioned, but it died like while I was trying to play Metroid, trying to do a, a Metroid One capture thing, you know, in celebration of of Samus Returns coming out. So that sucked. Oh, it died while you were playing it. It died while I was playing it. Yeah. Well, How I, far into it were you? I had just I had just gotten the first energy tank. It wasn't it wasn't really that far. But I, but I was kind of like just going around trying to get my bearings, you know, because I was trying to do, I was going to do a, a playthrough and see if I could beat it in like an hour. And uh, yeah, it just it, the power light just went off like while I was playing it, then it wouldn't power back on. So yeah, and I tried like resetting. I said like resetting the power strip and unplugging it and replugging it and all that. And now I just have a really small like when I push the button and you see the red blinks like really quickly for one second and then it's gone. So I don't know. Something's going on with power. Yeah, it's probably it's probably the brick or the plug or I don't know. I guess I could try using getting a different power thing or something. I don't know. Use your uh, the Sega Genesis uses the same power brick as the NES. Does it? Yeah. Are you serious? Yeah. Oh well, cool. I can try. You can use that then. Um, wait. Well, the model wait. I have. You have model two, right? Are you sure? Oh no, it's the pl- it's the AV plug that's really weird because there's that one that has like the million different plugs or the million but different pins. It looks like a it looks like an old like printer plug thing, you know? If you if you had an old PC or like what you would plug your uh, mouse in, it had like the cord that looked like the mouse. Yeah, so I'll I'll have to try that. It was, uh, next week I'll come back and tell you about how that's going. But uh, let's let's keep talking about the Nindies list here. Um, out of all the games, like, what do you think was your aside from like Golf Story? Like, what what about that fucking weird one where you're like a giant dude where you can see your muscles and you shoot another dude and like your head shrinks or your head gets huge? Do you remember that one? It was so fucking weird. <laughs> do you know what I'm talking about? It's called. I should have watched it again before this. It's called Morphe's Law, and you're oh, like, oh yeah, 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 yeah. So, yeah, like, you're like these... of taking damage. Yeah, like if you yeah. sh- if you like shoot your head, like their head shrinks, but your head gets huge. It looks yeah. so weird, and you can become like a giant thing. But it- that means you're easier to hit. Yeah, it looks like a weird. It looks like a weird anime thing, but but yeah, they look like they have no skin, and it's just like muscles, and they're like I don't know. They look like these weird, like these weird anime creatures, and you just yeah, it's like a th- it's like a third person online shooter thing, and whatever part you shoot, like it's smaller, but you, the part of your body gets bigger. So if you shoot their arm, your arm gets bigger, legs, whatever, you know, your head can get huge. It just looks so bizarre, and you can get and you can make yourself like Godzilla sized. I guess eventually, seems like a really freaking weird game. Yeah, but I look forward to it. It's just uh, another take on first person shooters, which 
yeah. Nintendo's all about. I don't. Th- I don't think this is a first party game, but it's a Switch exclusive at least. Yeah. Well, they were. Yeah, they were like, uh, here's a game that nobody, you know, that people play. That blah blah blah. Or it'll be fucking amazing and a game changer like Splatoon was. Yeah. Even though it's a third, but it's got a freaking weird thing going on in it. And we all love that game. Uh, what about? Uh, I thought Kentucky Route Zero was compelling. Yeah, what's up with that? That's already that's already a, a PC game, right? And this is I just the so. final. It. Well, it's I, from what I understood, it's like the final episode of this is coming out around the time of the Switch one because it's called like what is it called? I wrote it down. It had a weird name. Yeah, Kentucky Route Zero TV Edition is what it's called, and I guess it's like an episodic thing. And the release of this is going to coincide with the final episode release, is what I understood from this it looks super pretty i have no idea what's going on in it but looks like it's maybe like a story like a adventure you know like point and click thing yeah and of all the places for it to take place like the state of kentucky in the united states that's really cool i don't know if you ever played i talked about it a little bit on here but it's a game called firewatch oh yeah um, no i think i watched National you play Outrest it and, was that the one with the ki- that's the one with the kid right uh no you're just you're an adult um and you're out like being a ranger and basically you're just going to be living in isolation for like six months and you're observing the landscape to make sure like there's no forest fires and oh, see okay. a fire yeah. you call like someone to come and take care of it. You can't... But it's actually like more of it's a first person adventure more than a first person shooter, but it's got yeah. that overlay to make it like a creative. Oh, okay. But anyway, needless to say, that was an, another example of a of like a weird like setting for a game that ended up, work, ended up working out really cool. So I'm interested interested in seeing what kentucky route zero is all about i haven't been to kentucky you know for like 10 years kentucky's a cool place but it's a beautiful state yeah parts of it that i've seen did you ever play that that weird uh cell game a cell phone game it's called like hashtag sorcery or something like that super brothers it it reminds me of that art style like the the way that kentucky it's like super pixely and it's like and the characters like you can't see a whole lot of detail they look it look like eight it looks like eight bit you know but like with a little bit but you know a little bit better like somewhere between like eight bit and and sixteen bit. From what I saw of a, of the Kentucky whatever TV edition, it kind of looked like that. Like the like the art style looked like it. So it reminded me of that game. I don't know if it's the same guys doing it, but it'd be cool if it was because that was like considered like the best iPhone game at one point. There's a new uh, Shovel Knight edition on there, the King Knight, and it also comes with uh, three. Oh, well, there's three new Amiibo announced as well with that. Did you see that three pack? No, I didn't. Yeah, there's like a there's the knight, there's the the king knight, and it's basically the last the last three like a uh, uh, shovel knight updates that they had. So there's like plague knight, specter knight, and king knight, and it's like a three pack. It's got a pretty funny commercial about with this guy. He's just like in love with the amiibo and how great they look and all that. You can find it on the Nintendo YouTube channel. But yeah, that's that was that got kind of announced after the after the Nindies. Pretty cool though. I was psyched about it. The um what else was in there? So um we talked about Polybridge. What about that breakdance game? What do you think about that? You're talking about floor kids? Yeah. <laughs> what do you think that is? Like a Tony Hawk style game where you do like uh where you do combos and stuff, like while you're dancing. That's you, the only thing that makes sense to me. Like you, it's a music game slash yeah. yeah, it's a music combo game. Yeah, it's hard to I mean some of these were like shown so quickly that it was like here it is and here's the next thing. You don't really know what's what's going on. Oh, absolutely. They rushed through this. Like, uh, they finally gave a release date for SteamWorld Dig 2. Yeah. Well, the way they were talking about it, I thought it was going to be like, oh, yeah, it's out today. But no, it's like, what is it, like, next? It's it's in September, right? It's pretty close. I thought it was like last week or, or next week or the week after. 
I want to say the twenty first, but I may, but I may be wrong. Oh, for SteamWorld Dig Two, yeah, uh, September twenty first. Oh, I'm right. Oh, cool. Yeah, there was uh, what was it? One of them was Wolverblade. It's basically kind of like a Golden Axe, I guess. It's like a it's like a beat 'em up, but you have like swords and stuff. Kind of reminded me of the Sega Golden Axe game that was on there. There was uh, yeah, SteamWorld Dig Two. There's a there's an Adult Swim game called ba- Battle Chef Brigade. <laughs> Uh, that was one that I, you know, didn't think. It's like a puzzle game, right? It's a puzzle game. Battle Chef Brigade? Yeah. I thought it was like a 2D fighting sort of game. I thought it was a match three. Battle Chef Brigade. Uh, mixing together totally different gameplay styles results in a game which offers variety and plenty of entertainment despite the odds. That seemed to be the case with Battle Chef Brigade. It's part side-scrolling combat action, part match three puzzling, and part graphic adventure. And showcases... Yep. A sumptuous anime-style aesthetic, which makes it look like a cartoon rather than a game. The objective is to venture out into the world and slay beasts and other to, in order to pocket ingredients before returning to the kitchen to create some mouth-watering dishes using the Match 3 puzzle mechanics. It sounds crazy. It I, I don't know, just that it's an Adult Swim game kind of made me think like, uh... You know, because they make a lot of... I feel like they made kind of like a lot of shovelware, uh, you know, mobile games. So I wasn't really... I mean, maybe they'll prove me wrong. Hopefully they will. But it felt like it'd be like a kind of a shovelware type thing. Just because oh, I... Oh, what about that one weird-ass game, man? Oh, keep going. Oh, and I was just saying just because it... Just because all that I've seen of their stuff is kind of shovely. But uh, which which weird-ass game? Uh, Mom Hid My Game. Oh, yeah. I totally forgot about that one. It's fucking weird looking, man. Yeah, they're it's, like making it look like it's this like really deep, incredible game, and it just like and you just find it stuff. Looks like you you just search for your game. Well, do you remember that there was a WarioWare game? Do you remember the WarioWare game where it's like find the nest egg, and you just look through your you just look through your your drawers in your house pretty much to try to find your money that you saved, and it kind of reminds yeah. me of that game, <laughs> you know. And all it and it was it like made, a it made me think of the one where your uh, your mom looks in on you, and you got to like hide your game when she looks in the bedroom. Was yeah. that a WarioWare too? Yeah, that was the Wii U WarioWare game. That was probably the only game that was good on that on the game and Wario game. But uh, oh, that was on Game of Wario. Yeah, where like your yeah. mom would look in, and you'd have to hide your 3DS or whatever. I don't know what you was. No, it was it was the it was the Wii U remote. It's oh, okay. basically what you you would play on the Wii U remote, and then you'd look at the TV at the same time to see if your mom was coming into the room. And whenever she came in, you'd flip it down, and the gyro the gyroscope would would notice that. Oh okay. Yeah, it's no, it's the way it worked. But uh yeah, it's yeah, it's kind of like that. But yeah, it's based and the the WarioWare Smooth Moves was the one that had that nest egg thing. But yeah, you basically just point the remote and you were like, "Oh, there it is." But yeah, that's uh, I completely forgot about that weird game. There were a lot of strange games on there, but that's probably like the weirdest. It's like, "Oh, yeah, it's like a it'd be like a hide and seek. What do you just like tap on the screen until you're like, "Oh, there's my 3DS. It's under the it was in the toilet. Why'd you put it there?" I don't know. I guess it's already out. In Japan? Uh, oh, it's made by Kimco. Mom hid my game a, is already didn't out. Didn't they make a Deja Vu? Oh, I did, did they? I don't know. You were, you're the Deja Vu ex- expert. Uh, no, it's. I was saying it was already out for like mobile devices. Sorry, it's not out yet for... Um, the uh, Switch? Switch, there you go. <laughs> for that system that I can't remember. Oh, yeah. What do you think? Uh, I guess we can just jump to it. What do you think about Travis Strikes Again? That was like the final big big huzzah of the of the presentation now i have i have a theory i think that you did you ever play well you didn't play any of the no more heroes did you i played no i played all the way through no more heroes too oh okay you know like how there were like those eight bit like jobs that you could do where you'd make money where you could like throw the trash out in space and there was like another you know all those side games that you do, do, do yeah, you yeah, earn, yeah. earn money playing. I think that's what this game is. It's like a bunch of those games. 
Because if you watch the if you watch the trailer, he fights this guy that's like mad at him for whatever reason because he killed like his daughter or something like that. And they fight each other and they get sucked into this console like in that scene. And actually the one guy was playing Hotline Miami also, which is crazy. And they're involved in it and the Shovel Knight guys are involved in it. So I think it's a bunch of like, you know, like small indie games with Travis in them. So they're going to kind of like feel like those 2D, you know, the, the 8-bit games that you played in, in No More Heroes 2. That's my that's my opinion about it. Because it's definitely not a full-on No More Heroes 3. Because they even said, because Grasshopper said that if this game sells well, then they'll make then they'll think about making a 3, a No More like Heroes 3. Capcom was like, buy Street Fighter 2 Ultra or whatever. Yeah, <laughs> pretty much. Yeah, and then we'll put more money into it. But it, yeah, that's, but that's my opinion on it. Um, hopefully, you know, we'll see later when it comes out. But I think that's what it's going to be. It's going to be a bunch of like little mini games based around indie games that are already out is what I think. But it's going to be like they're going to be like 2D and like 16-bit, 8-bit, you know, that type of thing. That's what I think. And that cutscene is like all you're going to see of that. Maybe you'll see that at the beginning and the end, like that that style like with the animation but it won't be the game won't, won't be like that so maybe that was that weird thing that they were talking about at the show you know when they first unveiled the switch and he was like yeah and he's talking about uh travis Over. touchdown and wrestling moves and all that and nobody knew what was going on yeah i don't know but that's my theory i'm definitely interested in that one what about the uh what about the elephant game well i wanted to say i because it was driving me crazy i looked it up and deja vu was in fact developed by kimco or it was converted for the NES by Kimco, so oh. he's doing well, there you go. my game. Yeah, you're right. I mean, you are you are the Vu expert. But yeah, the the elephant game you're talking yeah. about, uh, my fucking Yono and the something, <laughs> the celestial elephants. Yono and the celestial elephants. Yeah, uh, Jess was super excited about that one. She thought that elephant was super adorable. She wanted to play it. It does look adorable. I mean, oh, Yono is super is super adorable. There was uh, Earth Atlantis. That was like another. That was like a shoot 'em up type game that's all like hand drawn looks super beautiful looks super pretty it's like a submarine do you remember that one it's like white it's like a cream colored uh paper with like a gray uh it's like it's like gray lead writing on it it looks it looks like it's drawn it looks really pretty i found a list oh there it is it was tech radar it's like 12 12 game or 12 uh, trailers you need to watch like it talks about 12 of the games from that but that's not yeah, all of them even yeah, that game's not listed on this list that i have because even like yeah even looking at all this list i didn't i didn't see the uh, mom took my game game on there what about mulaka yeah what is mulaka i don't think they really explained a whole lot of that it's like a looks like a uh kind of a hack and slash looking game i thought it was more i thought it was more exploration hold on let me look let's see uh Mulaka is an impressive-looking 3D adventure title that lets you that sees you exploring the landscapes of northern Mexico. It's based on the history of the indigenous culture of the Tarahumara, who successfully it looks a little bit like maybe ev- like Windmaker a bit, I guess. Evaded Spanish conquerors in the 16th century. Yeah, I just remember a whole lot of like walking in it. So I don't Very know. stylized. Yeah, it looks kind of like you have like a stick weapon and you get yeah, bad guys with that. Yeah, it's like stylized and low poly and all that. You could turn into a bear. I mean, you. I mean, you got to turn into a bear. Like, what's a game without a bear? Like a, it looks like some of the bosses you fight are pretty big. Oh, you can turn it into a hawk, too. That's kind of cool. Oh, yeah, you can, like, sort of fly around kind of like Wind Waker-ish, right? That's what you said, that it reminded you of that? Yeah, it looks like you can, uh, you can change put, into different animals and you can put solve a, puzzles and fight <laughs> big bosses. You can put a pear on your head with a face on it and turn into a seagull and <laughs> fly around and hit switches. You can do some of that weird shit. A lot of these games were coming out in 2018. 
Yeah, when is when is the? I mean, the soonest one is probably the um, Steamwell Dig, right? Which is yeah, this one. Yeah, like Two weeks di- from today, actually. Dimension Drive. That was another shoot 'em up. Away Journey to the Unexpected. That looked like sort of an adventure type thing. When is a? Uh, you don't know when King Knight is coming out, do you? I don't think they said. Yeah. Well, do you want to? It says uh, 2018. Yeah. Is there anything you missed? I'm sure there's something that I'm going to think of later and be like, why don't I, mean, I talk about that? I mean, there's more games. Uh, Dragon Mark of Death. Yeah. Wasn't there like a turn-based RPG thing in there too? Uh, are you talking about Lightfingers? No, Lightfingers is like a... Which one was Lightfingers? I remember that name. Yeah, that one's like, it looks almost like it's supposed to be a take on um, Dungeons and Dragons, but making it into like... Oh, yeah, no, no, that's the one that's like, uh, is that the one that's like Gauntlet, but you can shoot stuff? There's one that's like a multiplayer game that's like Gauntlet Legends, which I totally want to check out. This might be it, but you can change the, using cards and different things, you can change the actual game board as the other characters are playing. It looks really interesting. It looks kind of like, yeah, Dungeons and Dragons, for sure. You're like rolling dice and moving around. Oh, that might not be it then. The one that I, the one that I saw was like, it's like you have four characters and they all, and they all have guns and they shoot stuff. And it's kind of, it it looks a lot like Gauntlet Legends to me, like the 3D, you know, the 3D version of Gauntlet later came out. Oh, no, not Dragon Mark for Death. Dragon Mark for Death. Oh, it's side scrolling four player, but it's not like Gauntlet, but it is an action RPG and it's a class based game. This is probably not the one you're talking about because it's a side scroller. Yeah, but so no, Dragon Mark for Death. It looks really cool. It's got a. It looks very like PlayStation One. Yeah, <laughs> low, low poly. Not low poly. It's like those really nice hand drawn sprites. But it looks kind of like it's got an aesthetic like Symphony of the Night. Mm-hmm. Uh, Nine Parchments is what it's called. That's okay. that's the uh, Gauntlet Legends game. It's like a it's like a co op adventure game. It looks cool. It's a game I want to play. Found found. There's it. Next Up Hero, which is like every time you die. Or no, it's a multiplayer game. But when you die, you become like a supporting character for someone else because your like ghost helps them out. Oh, it's called Next Up Hero. Haven't heard of that one. I was trying to look on the shop to see if any of these were on like the coming soon stuff. But all I see, I see a bunch of stuff on there. Most of these games are coming out in 2018. They're saying 2018. Oh yeah, sure. There's a twin. Next Up Hero does look kind of like Gauntlet. Yeah, it's like Nero Voider. That Double Dragon 4 is coming out, which apparently wasn't good, but you uh, you can get it. Which one? Double Dragon 4. It comes out tomorrow. Uh, the Arc System one. It's like a it's like a sequel to the old... I, I It wasn't reviewed very well, but it's only $7. It might be worth checking out for that. I mean, it's pretty cheap. So that's the Nintendo Switch games coming out tomorrow? Yeah, I'm just looking at stuff on the, on the site right now, or on the uh, like Light Sphere Double Spear Edition that comes out, or Light Spear Double Spear Edition. An action arcade light spear throwing simulator based in an ancient Germanic future. Exclusive Nintendo Switch co-op for two players included. That game looks weird, too. And I mean, it has a cool art style, though. The Bridge comes out. MC Escher meets Isaac Newton. Bridge is a logic puzzle that forces you to reevaluate your preconceptions of physics and perspective. Manipulate gravity to redefine the ceiling as the floor while venturing through impossible architectures. Uh, yeah, it's a lot of rotating of shit, I guess. The, uh, I know, I know Monster Hunter, Monster Hunter Stories comes out tomorrow too, I think. Either comes out tomorrow or Friday, but it does come out this week for 3DS. So that's cool. That's, that's a game worth playing. And there's a, let me look at what the, uh, SNK game is of the week. Lego Worlds. Uh, Lego Worlds is already out. That came out this week. Uh, RBA Baseball. I don't, it's another baseball game. I don't know much about it though. That came out. This week as well, but yeah, it's uh, the bridge, Double Dragon Four, uh, Light Spear, Near Avoider, Physical Contact Twenty Forty Eight are all coming out tomorrow. The all sound indie-ish, and uh, the Neo Geo SNK game is uh, Blues Journey. 
Have you played that? No. Let's uh, take a look at what it is. Is it like Blue's Clues? Yeah. Yeah, it's blue. You know, you go and you uh, try to figure stuff out. Oh, wow. It's uh, not what I thought it was at all. It looks super colorful. Oh, cool. It's a side-scrolling platformer. Did you find it? Yeah. That might worth, be worth checking out. Yeah, it looks really pretty. Did you ever Did you ever make it through Magician Lord? <laughs> no, I'm stuck on the mine. There's a mime? Yeah. That's that's great. I always wanted to destroy mimes in a, in a game. No, a mime. I... M-I-N-E. Oh, I was hoping it was a giant mime that you had to fight. It's like, man, I hate did those you ever things. Beat a, did you ever beat uh, Hydro City on Sonic? No, I didn't. I honestly haven't played Sonic for a while. Did you make it through? Finally beat Hydro City a couple days ago, and then I've gotten a few levels past that. I think I'm on World 9 out of 12. I think there's 12 total. Oh, that's good. So I'm making progress. Hopefully, going to unlock some shit. Yeah, you're you're, progre- you're progressing better than I am. I'm uh, I have been uh, distracted by other games, and I really hated Hy- Hydro City, so I haven't I haven't come back to it. I've been playing when I play my Switch. That's what I've been playing. Oh, okay. Sonic. Yeah, I've been. And then I play other games on other systems. I've been only yeah I've been only playing uh, Mario plus Rabbits and Form Eight, but now I can't play Form Eight anymore. Is there is there any like other news aside from the uh, Nindies Direct that you want to talk about? I know that, I mean, this is like really old news because we haven't talked in a while. I know that uh, Super Mario Odyssey doesn't have a, doesn't have a um, hub world. That was a news thing that I don't think we ever talked about. Oh, it doesn't have a hub world? No, there's not a hub world. I thought there was a hub Did world. Did you see that? No, uh, I didn't know that. That's sad. Koizumi said, Mario flies between the kingdoms in his ship called the Odyssey. You can choose a location on the globe and you can travel there directly. So in this game, there's actually no central hub world, like, for example, Peach's Castle and Super Mario 64 or Delfino Plaza in Super Mario Sunshine. That is his quote. Well, that's specifically what we were. Well, I was hoping for. But. Yeah. It's it's basically it's going to be like Sumari Galaxy where you just like point at a thing and go there because Sumari Galaxy also had a ship that took you. Well, Sumari Galaxy two did the first one did have a hub world, but that ended up being like kind of more confusing than actually good. So maybe it's a good thing. I don't know. I'm not really upset about it. Sumari Galaxy two is like one of my favorite games. So and that one doesn't have a hub world and it didn't really in fact affect my enjoyment of it. So I'm yeah. so excited. It was more. It's just more of a nostalgia thing for me. I'm sure it's not necessary. It just sounded cool to have, like, you know, basically the hub world's just one of the levels. Yeah. And it would be, like, how would you connect New Donk City with, like, Desert Land or whatever <laughs> whatever it is, you know. I you get know. on a train and you travel to Desert Land. <laughs> well, it's the same thing as, like, pointing your ship at it, I guess, and then getting on a train. I don't know. Well, especially Super Mario Galaxy 2, you had the ship that was shaped like Mario's head or whatever. Yeah, you did. And you moved around the map. That's pretty much what the Odyssey is, I think. Yeah, I think it's going to be the same thing, which it's fine. I'm not, like, not getting it now. I'm not going to not get it. I already. I'm not getting it. (laughs) I already took off the day so I can watch. uh, I think, well, Jess took off work, and I wrote down to take off work at the bar, too, so I could play Mario Odyssey and watch Stranger Things, too, so smart got that going oh and also mario is long no longer a plumber <laughs> i did see that there's some news that's not really news but people talk about it and some did you see that some games are gonna have to install into your uh memory card it's another mm-hmm. uh switch thing apparently i think it's the nba 2k18 is doing that where it has to um you have to have enough, like a certain amount of space and i think it's more than it might be more than 30 gigs because they say you have to have a micro sd card to use it so but they said that it's it sounds like it's going to be kind of like a perfect dark where you can play like part of the game but you don't get all of the parts you know what i mean unless you have the card so if you get the game you can still play it but you can only play you don't get the full experience unless you get an sd card 
to install it into, which is kind of annoying, but it's what it is. There's a new Worms game coming out for the Switch. Do you remember that game? That's pretty cool. That was, the, that was a college pastime game there. I think it's a great platform for Worms. I mean, Worms is good on a lot of platforms, but... I like Worms. Worms is a fun game. I, I could see that game being a ton of fun, like sitting in a room with all your friends with everyone have their own Switch console, and just kind of like laying back and relaxing playing some worms yeah it worms is a cool game uh just justin never played it before so it'd be fun to it'd be fun to play it with her it's worms wmd right yeah is, is he uh is are they doctors is that what that means uh just for the for the web yeah so it uh, means weapons of mass destruction oh, oh okay yeah of course so in sad news uh square enix said that final fantasy 15 cannot run on the switch yeah the the engine will not run on the hardware well they said that it's i mean it sounded like they were kind of like it it would leave a lot to be desired yeah it says it couldn't bring out the most of the engine is what they said so we're probably going to get that really weird looking chibi version which is weird but i don't know for the switch you know the the mobile version where they're all like yeah where they all when they all look like chibi characters oh yeah did you see online that uh that metal jesus rocks youtuber guy he was one of the people i saw that had the gamecube hdmi adapter and it broke his gamecube (laughs) <laughs> really yeah what did it break what it did was it short like you short something out like so he was like had a bunch of friends over and they were playing gamecube and one of the friends like antagonized another friend and that friend jumped over to like attack him you know yeah in real life like playfully they were drinking and stuff and like she pulled the uh, cord of the gamecube controller and caused the gamecube to like kind of fall a little bit and it made the uh the adapter plugged in the back like shorted out and like caused like fried the whole gamecube oh geez that's terrible so it's so his gamecube's dead and the adapter's broken oh so no the guy's re- <laughs> replacing it all for him because he's got to because he's a yeah youtuber but, uh, oh, he's gonna give yeah, him. He's gonna give him a new GameCube. I, I, I might not ever fucking buy that thing because, like, the guys supposedly the guys going back to the drawing board and making a new model that doesn't that doesn't fry your GameCube. <laughs> well, because th- what happens is if it moves at all, it can short circuit the pins, so it's got to remain completely stationary, which would be fine in my situation. But if my cat were to jump on it and like knock the adapter in a weird oh, way, oh yeah, yeah, kill my GameCube, that would fucking suck. Yeah, and your cats do that. They like to jump on. Shit, oh yeah, so they do. They would destroy your GameCube. That, yeah, that's, wow. Yeah, I would not want my GameCube to get fried. Especially because my Game Boy player would probably get fried too. And then I, yeah. have, to, I, uh, <laughs> and I have to get another one for like 100 bucks and gonna, I don't want to do that. I don't think I'm going to buy that thing. Which is sad because I was really excited about it. But Well, you can wait till you can wait till like Mach 2 or whatever it is. The 2.0, 2.1, yeah. 2.12, whatever the new one is. Well, whichever version I end up getting is going to be. If I do buy it, it's going to be the new version. He's not going to sell the old version anymore because it kills your thinking. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, you pissed off the internet people. Well, I mean, it's, uh, <laughs> and everybody's going to know about it now. Yep. So, yeah, that's crazy. Well, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll let people know, like, more stuff that happens. Anyway, uh, do you want to take a break and get to, uh, get to some rabbits? Sounds good, man. All right, cool. Be right back.
topic of the week, let's talk about this new crazy game that came out, which I haven't, you know, we haven't got to say anything yet because we took a break last week. But how do you feel? Uh, what do you think about Mario plus rabbits? You, you haven't gotten it, have you? I haven't, but I, the more I hear about it, the more I want to play it. Cause I'm really only hearing good things. Yeah, no, I actually, I really like it a lot. I think it's a good game. It's, um, I played a little bit of Disgaea just like to kind of have a reference because I know they're kind of set up the same way. But Mario plus Rabbit's kind of is kind of like a Disgaea light, which I like. That's what I you know, it's a, it's kind of a little bit easier. It's like an easier entry point, I guess. But the game in no way is easy. That's for sure. I'm almost through the second set of levels. This is like about where I'm at. And when you go from the first set of levels to the second set of levels, it ramps up like a lot. Like the difficulty ramps up. But once you beat and like everything's divided like it would, you know, a Mario game. There's like one, 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 two, so on and so forth. And eventually you get to a boss and then you go like you'll basically play through all of these different one levels and once you beat the boss there's a hub world that you go to where you can go back to any of those levels and replay them again so you get graded and you get graded for every level that you play so if you go back and you get gold on all of them you can unlock like bonus stages and stuff like that which i haven't done yet on the first one but i did go back and play a lot of them but going back and playing them is basically like grinding you know you don't necessarily level up you get more you earn more money and you get orbs that you use like on a skill tree to like unlock different abilities for each of your characters. So and you take the money and you can buy new weapons, of course, with that, like with higher weapons. There's amiibo in it. I, I scanned all the amiibo for it. Like it's uh, basically Yoshi, Peach, Mario, and Luigi. You can scan all of them and they all get give, get you extra weapons for it. So you could scan a uh, Wooly World amiibo? I think you can. Yarn Yoshi? You can scan your pink Yoshi if you want. <laughs> So, so there you go. But uh, yeah, no, I, it was one of those things. Honestly, like I got it. Like we had just, I just, I got it Tuesday, and Jess and I, we'd been driving like all day. We've been driving for like five hours, and I was super tired. And like she, she passed out, and I really wanted, I really wanted to play the game some more. So I started playing it, and I fell asleep like playing it, <laughs> like on the couch. And then I played it a little bit more, and I kind of like really hated it at first because I was like so tired and it was so weird, I guess, and I just couldn't get into it when you I was focus. when I was trying to play it like really tired. And then I and then the next day I started playing it for a while, and then I started to figure it out, and I was like, okay, okay, I get it now. Like, no, it is good. It took me a minute to understand the way the mechanics work, you know, because it it is it isn't as simple, I guess, as like Fire Emblem. It's like a little, I would say, it's a little more complex than that. But it took me a minute to, to figure it out. But once I figured it out, I was like, okay, this makes sense. It's, it's a cool game. And uh, I think there's like there's eight characters that you can unlock in the game, and I have four of them now. So so I've I got a – that was the last thing I got was I unlocked a new character, which I won't say who it was for like spoilers, I guess. But what one thing that sucks about it oh, is so you – Oh, so you can't tell me whether or not you got the uh, selfie lady yet? Oh, no, you get her real early. You mean uh, you mean Rabbit Peach? She's like one. Of, yeah. I think she's the very first character you get. Good. So uh, you get her right from the start. No, yeah, your first your first people are uh, Mario, Rabbit Peach, and Rabbit Luigi are the first guys you get. But the team that I've been using is more is regular Mario, regular Luigi, and Rabbit Peach. That's been my team. And I don't have like I've I've found regular Peach, but she's not. She wasn't abducted or anything, and she's not in my party. She's just hanging out in front of her in front of her castle. You can just go talk to her. But I know so she's, she's not a, play- a playable character yet. I know she is a playable character, but I haven't gotten. But she hasn't. You know, she doesn't seem like she wants to fight with the team yet. <laughs> the, the one thing that does suck about it that I'm kind of bummed is uh, you basically have to have one rabbit in your party at all times, so you can't just make an all Mario party and not have a rabbit in there. So that sucks. You also have to have Mario in your party at all times as well, so you can't make an all-rabbit party on the other way around. So that gets, so that's kind of annoying, I guess. But all in all, I think it works really well, and it's uh, it feels a lot like XCOM, but I like XCOM. 
But what I like about it is that it's on the lighter side of it. There's no, like, permadeath, you know? You guys die, but then they come back in the next one. So you can't, like, really screw yourself like like I would do in XCOM. You know, where you get to a point and you can't go any farther. And if you don't have any saves before that, like, far enough back, you have to start the whole game over again. That's what happened to me in XCOM 1. I basically kind of got to the point where I screwed myself and I had to start the whole game over. So I kind of like that you don't have to do that in this game. You know, I like like that's a little bit of lighter side. But it definitely feels like a Mario game. I mean, I'd say that, I mean, a lot of people don't like the rabbits, but they're not really in your face, I don't think. I mean, they're pretty much, the, I mean, they're the bad guys. You know, you get to kill them. So if you don't like them, you get to shoot them. Some of them are good. Yeah, well, some of them are good. And I do find it weird, the whole Mario with guns thing is pretty strange to me. It's very much like, uh, you know, like Sonic, the, like uh, Shadow the Hedgehog. Like, that's sort of weird, where it's like, uh, well, I mean, it's not bad like that, but... Like, Luigi, Luigi has a sniper rifle. Like, he's a, he's a sniper. He has a basically has a sniper rifle that looks like the Poltergust. So it's kind of like, I don't know, it's kind of weird to be like, oh yeah, Luigi has a gun, and he's just shooting people. We always knew Luigi could shoot further, because he could jump further. Yeah. Well, I mean, it makes sense for his character, because he's basically kind of, you know, he's a fraidy cat, so he's the one who hangs back and shoots, you know, and takes aim and shoots at people from way far away. He doesn't have to really confront them. Yeah, what about when everybody got guns in a... Donkey Kong 64, that was kind of weird, too. Oh, yeah, they did. But they, but they, I mean, Diddy's uh, guns, he they stuck with him. They showed up in Smash Brothers and all that, so he got to keep them. They were in uh, Donkey Kong Country Returns, too, right? Oh, yeah, yeah. If you played uh, if you played the two-player, you could use, you could shoot the guns while you're on them. I mean, you have to kind of just, like, embrace it and be okay with uh, some toilet humor and the weirdness of it. I mean, there is... There's... Is there an actual story to it, or... Oh, yeah, no. Just... No, the, I mean, the presentation is great. Like, it starts off with a real good-looking cutscene. There's basically this scientist girl created this this thing called the merger, and it looks like a VR headset, and she basically puts it on her face, and every time she looks at anything, any two things, they merge together, is basically what happens. So she, like, stares at rabbits, like, invade invade her room, I think, and somehow they get, they get uh, merged with the Mario world, and that's what happens there, and that's how they come together. So, but, so there's basically, it's mostly Mario, but there's a little bits of rabbits, so, like, there's a part that I'm at where, like, that you see, like, a bobum, and he has, like, underwear wrapped over his face, and that's, like, the rabbit part, I guess. Or there'll be, like, or there'll be, like, uh, piranha plants that have, like, lampshades on their face. And that's, you know, like all the weird stuff is the rabbit stuff. So that's so kind of... take something weird to make it even weirder, pretty much. Yeah, pretty much. But there is a, there's a particular rabbit that has the merger that you're wearing, and that's kind of the one that you're chasing. And uh, eventually, like, you know, baby Bowser gets, gets a hold of him. And uh, you have this little Roomba-looking thing. It basically looks like a, you know, one of those things that cleans the floor. It looks like one mm. of those, and it has two rabbit ears. And that's the thing that you're actually controlling. It's not Mario. So that part's kind of weird, too. Like, when you're moving... Because, you know, part of the game is, like, exploration, sort of. But you're just moving this Roomba thing around. And Mario's and Mario and whoever's with them in the party is following that Roomba thing. So, like, there's, like, some... Uh, there's some sort of, like, puzzly stuff where, like, you'll uh, have to collect coins, like blue coins or red coins or whatever, to unlock different treasures. You have to collect the coins with the Roomba, not with Mario. So that takes a little bit to get used to, I guess. You have to realize that you're not controlling Mario. You're controlling this little disc thing that everybody's following. I do remember reading you would never directly control Mario. So even in battle, you're still just giving Mario commands. You're not directly controlling him. Yeah, you're just pointing the Roomba to where to wherever he goes, and then he'll go there. Is basically the way it works. I mean, you sort of... 
I mean, you, if when you hit a button, he shoots stuff. You're sort of controlling him in that way, I guess. But no, he never really moves. But I was, uh, I don't know, when I first started playing it, or before I got it, I watched like some YouTube videos, and it seemed like a lot of people were kind of divided on it. You know, there, there was a polarized views on it. So I was kind of yeah. a little, I was a little worried, but I ended up coming out of it really enjoying it. So it's been well, fun. To me, it's like a high rolls, high roll warriors kind of thing. Like, oh, I think, I never... yeah really played that but yeah oh, it's, it's it's a lot better than why, why the hell is this a mario game <laughs> yeah but. i would i yeah i would i would rate it much higher than hyrule warriors for sure i mean but it, you it, like hyrule. i do to a point but it's also like still like those games you know where it's like it's kind of the same thing you know you go around and kill people and blah blah but no i no, I, I do understand what you're getting at it's definitely like a spin-off of mario and it's definitely something that mario's never done before so that's kind of weird i wonder i'm wondering like who had the idea to make it like a turn-based strategy game like it just seems kind of really out there it does but then those weren't those guys the same guys who worked on uh the south park game right the first one oh uh stick of truth yeah I thought I thought they did. I thought remember we that had, was that was Ubisoft, so that makes sense. Yeah, I thought that that because that's when we thought it was going to be like a turn based RPG thing. But it's I mean it's definitely there's a lot of you know there's a lot of cutscenes in there. There's a lot of story, and it's a uh, I th- I feel like it's pretty playable. It doesn't seem it doesn't feel like super hardcore like Disgaea, you know. Which maybe who knows? Maybe I'll get Disgaea after I finish Rabbits. Maybe I'll be like well, so into it. Well, not to mention we're wanna... playing Disgaea what five. Yeah, it's like they, they've had a long time to iterate the game, whereas this oh, sure. is the first Mario Rabbit's game. Yeah, it's. It, I mean, I feel like it's easier to get into, but it's definitely not easy by any chance. Like playing it, it gets very difficult. So, but it has, a, like I said, it has cool, has cool characters, uh, has cool. There's different. There's a whole lot of enemy, enemy types that you keep unlocking. That's what I mentioned at the top of the show. My my middle name was the uh, noxious uh, the nox- noxious fireweed, which is like one of the uh, parabid. I think is yeah the parabid plant. Like a piranha, but per rabbit. Basically like the piranha plant with the rabbit in his face. The peach rabbit and her constant picture taking is kind of silly. I mean, they're really laying it on hard that they're making fun of selfie people. <laughs> you know, there's a part in the game where she's getting like choked to death and she's taking a picture of herself while she's getting choked. So that's, uh, that's the obvious thing there is that selfie people are dumb. Which, you know, I don't necessarily disagree with. And the game's going to be very, very dated. Yeah, th- that is true, I guess. Whenever we get to the time where we have, you know, I have phones that we install on our eyes or something and we can't take selfies of ourselves, we'll be like, yeah, we'll man. Have drones that follow us, like personal drones that take all our <laughs> pictures for us. Yeah, so we don't. So it's uh, so they call them droneies now instead of uh, selfies. Your drone just takes a picture of you. Yeah, I mean, I, I guess it's yeah, it's definitely in the moment now. I guess, but I didn't see any like memes or anything like that. I always hate it when people include stuff like that in games, like uh, what you call it, um, the meme runner, Guacamole. What was it? What did you say? Uh, I said meme runner. Oh yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know meme runner. But uh, those th- out of the Wii. U. Did you play Guacamelee? I think you did because it came with the. I played a little bit of the first part of it. Yeah, that game is all memes. Like in the backgrounds, is all memes and stuff. So it doesn't it doesn't really age very well. It's got like overly attached girlfriend in the back or something. Like the meme that everyone forgot about. I don't remember that one. I know that like uh, Grumpy Cat's in there, I think, and there's a and the uh, what's his face uh, Strong Bad's in there. There's a lot of like posters in the background that like are about memes and stuff, and I felt it was kind of like, eh, don't do that. Why does it need to be? Just like there was stuff that because by the time I played it, it had already been out for a while and it was already dated. Like I was like, oh yeah, that was a thing a long time ago. That's not a thing anymore. So you're like, no one cares about the leave Britney alone person anymore. He might have been in there too. I don't know. I can't remember exact. I can't remember exactly what it was, but there was stuff that I was like, oh okay, yeah, that's not funny anymore. 
<laughs> but yeah, I mean, is there any? I mean, is there anything you want me to tell you about it that you'd like to know? I mean, is it worth sixty dollars? From... Like, do you feel like it was a? It's a sixty dollars game, or does it feel like it should have been priced at like forty? Oh no, it feels like a complete game for sure. Yeah, sixty bucks. Yeah, I mean, it, it's like you think it, it was worth paying the same amount you paid for. Uh, oh, uh, Zelda or Splatoon two. Oh yeah, no, I think so. Uh, something really interesting that I don't want to forget. The Grant Kirkhope did the soundtrack for it. He's the guy who did uh, the soundtrack to GoldenEye and Banjo-Kazooie and oh, cool. uh, Donkey Kong 64, I think, as well. He was an old rare guy, which is pretty did rad. Did he do the music for uh, fucking... Um, Perfect Dark? No, uh, Ukulele. Oh, I don't know. I don't know who did the who did the music for ukulele, but I know that it's the so the songs are super catchy. They actually kind of uh, when you get to the um, boss levels in uh, Mario and Mario Plus Rabbids, they kind of sound a lot like uh, Banjo Kazooie, like sort of that like um, I know kind of that style, like the doom do doom do doom do, you know, like that. Did you say Grant Kirkhope? Yeah, Grant Kirkhope. Yeah, he did composition for ukulele as well. Oh, he did. And, okay, as well as David Wise and Steve Burke. The other two guys. Yeah. Well, David Wise, he did all the Donkey Kong Country stuff. He also did the soundtrack for Snake Pass. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Look at that. All these rare people spreading their resources yeah. everywhere. <laughs> yeah, it's cool that they're still working, you know. It must be interesting to be a game designer or a game music designer, you know. At least they're still I mean their games aren't well, I guess Mario Plus Rabbids is a pretty it's a pretty high it's like a pretty high caliber game. But like doing like Snake Pass, I mean it's not like Donkey Kong Country or you know, it's not as it's not as big, I guess, as or like as you know, big budget. Is what I mean. I totally forgot. I bought Zombie U. That was the game I forgot to mention. Earlier. Oh, you bought Zombu? <laughs> I still haven't played it. I forgot I bought it until just now. Oh, I I played Zombu. I actually I actually like Zombu. I know it's not the name, but I'm gonna call it that anyway. Um, no, it's 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 okay. I mean, I I enjoyed it for the most part. Once you get into the once you get into like the Buckingham Palace, it's kind of cool. Yeah, I haven't played it yet, but I, I also forgot I bought uh, Banana Blitz on the Wii U. Oh, uh, Super Monkey Ball. Super Monkey Ball. Yeah. Oh, Which you mean you mean on very, the Wii? Very uh, lukewarm reviews. You but... mean on the Wii? I thought Banana Blitz was a Wii launch game. It is on the Wii. You're right. Yeah, that game I liked. I, I bought I bought that game and liked it a lot. Yeah, I've been I've gotten to the point where I'm buying physical games that I'm not playing. It's getting bad. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean that happens. I mean, it happened to me because my NES broke. So whenever I go to disc replay, I want to buy six games because it's buy five get one free. So I feel like I have to buy six games every time I go. <laughs> if I'm going to buy one, I have to buy six. So now you end up with stacks. So you end up with stacks of games that you don't know what to do with. I mean, my Sega collection has gotten pretty big, pretty quick. Yeah, I got my Sega before you, but I think you've uh, like uh, already gone way past me in the collection of games. I mean, the last I game got about twenty games now. Oh, geez, I think I only have like five. <laughs> you know, the last game I got was Mean Bean Machine. I got a lot of stinkers though. Yeah, like two Taz games and two Star Trek games. Yeah, oh, yeah, but those games were probably like two dollars. They're super cheap. There's a Sonic game I want to buy. That's the uh, basically Sega's answer to Mario Paint. Oh wow! I didn't know there was a, a creative Sonic game. But Sonic Paint. I, I have a feeling the <laughs> interface is going to suck because it doesn't have a mouse or anything. You just use the. Oh the yeah, yeah, that'd be interesting. But the uh, the presentation on the on the Mario Plus Rabbits is like super good. Like it really it looks like a high budget game. Like it really does. Like it, like the graphics look really really nice. It reminds me a lot of like um, a Super Mario 3D World. Like that like that level of graphics but in a turn-based game and even a little bit of like mario kart level graphics but in a turn-based you know like that's like the smoothness of like the of the different levels that you you know like the clouds and whatnot that's kind of what it reminds me of and it looks really nice i have run into a little bit of glitchy stuff somewhat sometimes the game kind of freezes for a second like when you're trying to move your guy 
which wasn't something I noticed until I got the update for it. So maybe that's maybe that's the update because I played it. I played it in handheld mode the whole time while I was away, and it didn't. I didn't have any problems with it at all. And when I got back and I updated and started playing on the TV, it started to glitch out a little bit. So I don't know if that's uh, if that has to do with just the update, but it's a shame. But it still works fine. It just kind of like pauses whenever you move your character, or try to do a try to do a move. But you can do some really cool combos once you get to the point of where you can do a... I forget what it's called in XCOM, but you know, like when you basically make your guy on alert and he'll automatically attack the other guy whenever they move. Did you ever play XCOM at all? No. My my uh, next door neighbor loves that game. Oh, okay. Well, you can do like a thing that's called like alert or like cover or something like that, where you basically set your character up where they're where whenever one of the bad guys like moves, you can automatically shoot them. And you can do that. You can kind of do that whenever you at whatever time you want. So like what I've I've gotten to the point where like I'll I'll set up I'll set up like Mario in one area and then I'll put that alert thing on, and then I'll set up Luigi in another area and I'll put his alert thing on too. And you you have weapons that you can shoot them and it'll like knock them into the air like they have like spring abilities or whatever so then i'll shoot the guy with mario and i'll shoot the guy into the air and while he's in the air mario will shoot him again and then luigi will shoot him a second time and that'll just automatically kill him so you can do like cool combos like that oh cool which is pretty neat and then of course you can do where you know where you bounce off another guy when you get to a point you can do you can jump off one guy and land on the other guy as mario and like do damage and stuff like that so there's a lot of different there's a lot of different options for it so i overly i recommend it i think it's a i think it's a great game and you know if you decide to spend some money yeah, you should check it out. I know it's pretty expensive for sixty, but it was worth it for me. I'll have. I mean, I don't think I'll finish it in the next week, but I was hoping to get it done before Samus because I'm pretty sure that all I'm going to do is play Metroid once that comes out next week. Yeah, and that'll be fun. But I have a feeling that game's going to go by kind of quick. Yeah, I, f- I have a feeling it probably will too. Well, because the original, the Game Boy one wasn't that long, but I know they've added some stuff. I mean, there's a hard mode which I probably won't play, but I might play getting, it a little bit. I, I don't know. I will be getting that game. I think. I think that uh, I've been playing my 3DS a little bit more lately. I actually played all the way through uh, Super Mario Land on it. It's way easier to play than it was on the Super Game Boy for some reason. Oh, oh, you played the you played the Virtual Console version? Yeah. Yeah. No, I played through all of it on there too. It's like I said, it's really not. It's really not that hard. Maybe I don't know why that is. Maybe it's just. I don't it's know. possible there's some lag, or yeah, there might be. Maybe a... I just needed to play through it in a more relaxed fashion, where I wasn't recording myself. Oh yeah, I had a really <laughs> time with it. Yeah, on that. Yeah, sometimes it's a lot more. It's a lot more fun to just do it, or a lot more relaxing to not record it, you know, and just yeah. do it for sure. Well, uh, is there any, is there anything else you want to say about uh, Mario, or do you want to hear anything about Mario plus Rabbids or anything else? So I think we can. I think well, we... you've given me your glowing recommendation, and I take it you're giving the listeners the same recommendation. So oh yeah, no, no. I totally and it actually it, it actually really surprised me because I was coming into it thinking that I wasn't going to like it so it kind of became the opposite for me you know cuz it wasn't like I didn't come into it being like oh man I'm going to love this game I was kind of came into it where like I'm like I have no idea what this game is I don't think I'm going to like it at all I'm just going to buy it and play it because I feel like I need to to understand any of it and and now I I'm glad that I did but yeah, I really came into it hating it, and that that first day I did kind of hate it, like when I was half asleep trying to play through it, and I had really weird ass dreams about it too. But, but then once I played some later levels, I and I figured out the way things work. I'm like, okay, 
okay, I get it now. You know, but it, it 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 took me a minute, and I think that I think that some of the people that have been down on the game, I think that's because they maybe didn't get it, or maybe they don't, or maybe they didn't give the time to try to figure it out. I guess because it does have a lot of weirdness from the beginning, but you just gotta you gotta stick with it. You know, you gotta play at least like through the halfway point of the first level set, and then you'll you'll kind of understand what it's doing or what it's trying to do. You know, and I think it works really well. I guess I'm not gonna lie; I also was a little thrown off by the. Uh... The fact that there's a season pass, so that means there's gonna be a lot of DLC. And yeah, I didn't on, even. On, on one yeah. hand, that's good, but on another hand, it's like, yeah, you're not getting the full experience with the sixty bucks or whatever. Oh yeah, I didn't even. I honestly, I haven't even thought about the de- about the season pass. I mean, I didn't get it. I mean, I don't really. I guess you get some extra weapons or something. Oh shit, I didn't even get because it, it comes with the it comes with free DLC like when you buy the game, and I haven't even done that yet because, like I said, I was playing it without internet for a while, so I didn't really think about it. But you can get like pixelated weapons and stuff that come with the game, which I haven't got on <laughs> that I haven't got on to download yet. But yeah, no, I, I definitely like it, and you know, as we you know, next episode or the episode after, I'm sure I'll talk about more as far as I get through it. But I'm almost, I don't know how many levels there are, but I'm almost through two of them and I'm still enjoying it. Even though it has, like I said, it's gotten a lot harder. So, but I like that you can go back, you can go back and play the older levels whenever you want. So that's definitely cool. Once you unlock the hub world. But yeah, that's been our episode 86, catching up on all that stuff that we missed in like two weeks. So, and I'm sure we forgot something we had to have, I'm sure you forgot something, but there was a lot of a lot of stuff to cover, like a lot of indies and like other you know news that were in that was in there and whatnot. But we we did talk about Resident Evil Revelations coming to the Switch, right? We already talked about that. I mean, we mentioned that it was coming out like weeks ago. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's gonna have a. It's going to have like motion control and HD rumble. We didn't talk about that. That's yeah. a new thing. But it has that. I want to I want to get it just to play 2 even though I don't think 2 was reviewed all that well, but 1 is really good. I mentioned that I liked it. I just got stuck at the boss because I ran out of ammo because that's what I do with Resident Evil. Yeah, it sucks. Um <laughs> hopefully I can do it better. Part of the experience. Yeah. Anyway, we've been your hosts. I'm Trey Johnson. I'm Jeremy McCaskey. And, you know, you can find us at NintendoMainPodcast.com. You can download us from any sort of podcast selling app that you have. And if you like the show, you know, get on iTunes and give us a rating. Give us some stars and tell us uh, what you how you feel. And, of course, you can email us at NintendoMainPodcast at gmail.com if you like. And you want to let us know about, uh, you know, whether you hate rabbits or whether you like Puzzled or something like that. You can email us and talk, tell us about that. And, you know, you can check out our stuff on YouTube also, YouTube slash Fingmater. We've both been doing a lot of capture stuff that you can watch on there. So, you know, if you liked enjoying hearing us talk about shit while we're, yeah, while we're playing I'm, games, uh, you I'm can do that. I'm about to complete the Dino Wars saga, the full playthrough. On, yeah, you're at, like, uh, I think, number I think four now. I four is going to be the last episode. Oh, okay. So you're almost there. And I got some and I got some interesting videos that will be coming out this week, too. So stay tuned for that. Anyway, uh, thanks for listening, and we'll see you next week. See ya. See ya.